Welcome to 5-Minute Film Finder, brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hi friends, welcome back to the 5-Minute Film Finder. My name is London, I'm here today with the one and only Jamie. Hello. How's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. We were discussing, it's been a little bit since you and I have sat down here together yeah. to talk about movies. It has. I've so missed you. I have missed, missed you too. About movies. Yes. Uh, we, we could talk about movies every day. There's yeah. just, there's not always enough time in the day. I know. Um, you guys probably know the drill or maybe you're new to us today. We're each going to take five minutes to kind of tell you about a movie that uh, we have watched through the the Pioneer Library System, you know, and if you're outside of our service area, you know, go check out your library too. I bet they'll have these things or they will help you get these movies. Yep. Librarians are pretty helpful that way. So, um, should I just jump in, Jamie? I think so. I think okay. Wilhelm will start the time. Okay. Thank you, Wilhelm. I'm actually kicking us off today. I should have said that. <laughs> um, I I jumped into the Marvel Universe today, Jamie. Yeah. Um, we were talking Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yep. This this came out last year. Um, this was my second viewing. Me too. I, I like this one. I, I'm getting ahead of myself, though. So, um, <laughs> again, this came out last year. This is directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. Um, Pioneer Library System carries this on DVD and Blu-ray, so I was able to snag one of those discs for nice. us. Um Kind of a quick synopsis here. Um, Shang-Chi is a skilled martial artist. He was trained as an assassin from a young age by his father, who's the head of the Ten Rings organization. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, He's forced to confront his past after being drawn back into the Ten Rings. So does that sound fair? Yes. He moved uh, to America or ran away to America, I guess. So, you know, he's left this life behind. He's come to America uh, and he has lived there for 10 years. And really, he's just kind of having fun. Mm -hmm. He's a trained assassin. You don't know it, but he's just (laughs) he's working as a valet at a is it a hotel? I think so. Yeah. So he's just kind of having fun with his best friend, Katie. Um, who's played by Aquafina, and I really like her. I do too, and I love Katie. I love Aquafina. Yeah, she's a lot of fun. So uh, Ben and I have discussed Aquafina in here before. We were discussing the farewell. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw that, I but she's to... she's just great. She's a lot of fun. I think she brings a lot to this movie. Um, we have Simu Lu. Uh, am I saying his name wrong? I watched a YouTube video of an interview with him to try and get the pronunciation right, and I think. He said Simu Liu. Okay, but that I, sounds more correct. You know. He is playing Shang-Chi, who, is, you know, when he has moved to America, he ch- has changed his name to Sean, which Katie gives him a hard time for. That, <laughs> that was my favorite. It was not a big departure, changing right. his name to Sean. Um, I think a lot of people love Marvel. Um, I think that's fair to say. This is the 25th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't even know what phase this is anymore. I, I think it's phase four, but I only know that... I listened to a podcast, another podcast about this movie, and I think they said phase four, but I'm not 100% certain on that. Okay. It's hard to keep track sometimes. Um, You know, we're in a whole new Marvel world, I think, after the events of uh, (laughs) Infinity War and Endgame, but we're kind of starting over with some great new characters. Yes. There are great references in this movie, though, um, to things that have come before. Um, They do reference the blip. I think you have to... reference the blip now going forward and they acknowledge you know we're living in a kind of world where people can disappear for five years um katie's friend says that she's like life is short you could we we could disappear at any moment um some great cameos here we have wong um who we know is the now sorcerer supreme 
Um, he is in a cage fight with Abomination. <laughs> um, Abomination is, you might remember from the 2008 film, The, the Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. So that was just a fun cameo. I don't yeah. fully understand it, but that was fun. <laughs> um, I think a really great part of this movie is Ben Kingsley returns yes. as Trevor Slattery, who had kind of played the fake Mandarin terrorist in uh, Iron Man 3, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. So he comes back. He's a lot of fun in this movie. Um, and uh, Morris. Is that, was it Morris? His little creature? Yeah, he has a little mythological yeah. creature named Morris who he's friends with. And, you know, he's... He's always the thespian and he's, you know, Mm. doing Shakespeare and talking poetically and just a really great character. Um, So, you know, in Iron Man 3, he played, he was portraying a fake Mandarin Mm -hmm. terrorist. Well, the Mandarin actually refers to Shang-Chi's father, who is the leader of the Ten Rings. He now has that character imprisoned for basically impersonating him. Yeah. So, um. I think this is a lot of fun. Uh, Marvel's branching out yeah. into new characters and, you know, being more diverse, which is fantastic. I really love this. And I love that they did speak in Chinese yes. for some of the movie. And yeah, it's fun. I really liked um, Aquafina's character and the arc that she takes. Yeah. And the sister. Mm-hmm. I really loved her. Um, Shaolin. I think was her name. I might not be pronouncing that right. My apologies if not, but she is a great character. The part um, when she's talking to her brother and she said, or she's talking to Katie and she says, my father didn't want me in his empire. So I built my own. And I was just like, yeah, she she did. She is a tough lady. Um, I am almost out of seconds here. I also really love the magical village of Talo with all the magical creatures and there's a dragon and there's a monster and just a lot of fantastic things. So, (laughs) And I, I've been cut off. So uh, thank you, Wilhelm. Thank you, Jamie. You guys should check out Shang-Chi if you've not seen this yet. You want to stay abreast of everything that's happening in the Marvel Universe. So um, this is rated PG-13. There's, you know, some violence and action and language. But I think generally you could watch this with the family. Yeah, so. I think so, too. So, well, thank you, guys. Right. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back to hear what Jamie has prepared for us today. Like this podcast? You can make your own. This show is recorded in the Maker Lab at our Norman Central Library at 103 West Acres here in Norman, Oklahoma, where we have 3D printers, laser cutting and engraving, audio and video labs, and so much more. Come today and try out our tech or feel free to contact us at 405-701-2614 for more information. Okay, we are back from break. Uh, Jamie and I have been dancing and singing a little bit because we're, ex- we're excited about this movie chair she's going to talk about. Yeah, you, you dance in your chair. Yeah. You have to stay limber while right. you're podcasting. So, uh, Jamie, what do you have for us? I'm going to turn this over to you. I'm going to have Wilhelm start that clock for you. So, I watched Ron's Gone Wrong, which I had never seen before. It is from 2021. It's a computer animated sci-fi film rated pg it was written by sarah smith and peter bainham and do you know what peter bainham also co-wrote what two movies that he co-wrote i'm gonna say george of the jungle (laughs) actually i don't know he may have i didn't look that up what i was what what struck me is that he was a co-writer of borat oh the first one i'm not gonna say the whole title i'm sorry and also the second one and he was 
nominated part of the you know nomination for the oscar for best adapted screenplay okay i'm a fan of those movies and this movie made me laugh so that makes sense yeah so okay um and it was directed by sarah smith and jean-philippe vine and co-directed by octavio rodriguez so we've got a corporation called bubble and they created robots to help people make friends uh bubble bots or bebops for short and so the bots will learn everything about you, about the humans that they're paired with. And so they could find things you have in common with other people. So it can help you talk to people. So Barney is our main character. He is voiced by Jack Dylan Grazer, which a lot of you may know from It and Shazam. I do. Yeah. So I figured you would. And so Barney does not have any friends. Uh, he's a middle schooler and his dad invents or his dad sells novelties online so you know i don't think they have a lot of money he's also the only kid in school that does not have a bebot and he gets he gets bullied a lot and uh, his dad is voiced by l ed helms and his grandmother donka i believe was her name is voiced by olivia coleman who i would not have guessed um if you, you can't tell it's yeah, her but no. she is a fantastic actress yeah, she does so. she is um so it's Barney's birthday and he's really hoping that he'll get a bebop, but he does not. But uh, after a prank is played on him that his dad witnesses, he decides he's going to try and get him one. So he can't get one, but he, he finds a delivery driver that has a broken one. So he gets that for Barney. So, but when Barney activates it, he discovers that it's defective and he originally wants to take it back. But, um, some events happen. I don't want to say too much, but that lead him to keep decide to keep him. And he names it Ron, which is a shortened version of his model number. And Ron is voiced by Zach Galifianakis, which I'm sure most of you know from The Hangover. And he also does a lot of voice work. But um, so word kind of gets out about Ron and the um, chief operating officer of Bubble, Andrew, wants to find Ron and destroy him because he's afraid of bad publicity. So Barney's got to try and save Ron from that. And I think this movie was really cute and fun. And there was, I think, a really good message about friendship and not fitting in. I mean, you know, everybody can relate to feeling alone and not fitting in. And especially like if you're the a kid that you don't have the most popular thing that everybody else has right like that yeah that's tough but i have to say something okay it, i agree this is super cute i had fun i loved it yeah the early on in the movie the premise is exactly like the 2019 reboot of child's play oh really if you've seen that <laughs> no, so it's it kind of loner boy wants the new toy that Aww. everyone else has and he gets a broken one and things go wrong Aww. so do with that what you will <laughs> But yeah, this is a great, uh, it's a great family film. I think a lot of adults will enjoy it too, because they definitely can relate to these themes. Also, there was a few things, references, I think that adults will find amusing. The dial-up sound, which if you're of a certain an, age, an you're old gonna, school modem. you're going to recognize that sound. Um, I think there was a, a bot that looked like Darth Vader. Yep. I thought that was, that was fun. Um, definitely very... Uh, timely message too about how things can go viral and things can follow you around if you do go viral and that may not be a good thing yeah. but yeah it's just such a such a cute fun movie 
And I do want to share one of my favorite quotes. It's uh, when there's some chaos going on. I think it was Andrew that says, it's Mad Max meets Sesame Street live streaming. And somebody else says, basically kind of the, like, they like the apocalypse, but fun. So right. That's just kind of, I don't know. Those those two stuck out to me. Um, but yeah. <coughs> so that is Ron's Gone Wrong. And I'm just at perfect timing. Well, uh, almost. I'll chime in too. Um, you know, this was also my first time watching this movie. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. it this was it's fun. You're not going to regret it. So. Yeah, it's it's really cute. I watched it. I actually watched it twice in order to prepare for this episode. So, yeah. So go. It, it's it. worth at least two watches. I think I'll rewatch it. Yeah. It was so, really cute. Well, thank you, Jamie. Yeah. I understand you, you maybe have some questions for me. You wanted yes. to pick my brain about Shang-Chi today. Yes. Now, these are, I think, I mean, they're not like hardcore questions, but well, maybe one is, but I just, uh, I thought these were kind of fun. So there was a karaoke montage in the movie. Yes. Which I love that scene. And, you know, I love me a good, you know, music montage. And I wish it had been a little bit longer. But can you tell me what the three songs were that they sang? Oh, okay. So I remember the first song. Yes. Because I got really excited. Yes. I really Um, wanted that to be longer. The the first song is. a whole new world yes, from Aladdin, which is my favorite Disney song. It's a great song. Um, I don't remember the next two. Uh, Maybe you can give me a hint, or you can tell me. But. Um, okay. Well, I, I think once it changed from a whole new world, I was just sad, and right, I was I was like, still oh, thinking well, about a whole I, new I world. Want more. So, okay. Um, well, one of them was also. Oh man, if I give you this hint, you're totally gonna get it. One of them was also heavily featured. In a movie, I believe it's from 1998, but I may have to, um, yes, a 1998. Is that movie George of the Jungle? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, it's a disaster movie, which had a, a very, very popular song, which I really actually didn't like. Oh, man, I got so sick of well, it. Well, is that Titanic? No. Okay. Clo- I Titanic think, is that... was 1997. 97. So, okay. Um, this movie featured a a just off Goodwill Hunting, uh, Ben Affleck. Okay, uh, so it's from Armageddon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, little by little, I'm gonna get there. Yeah. Um, well, it's an Aerosmith yes. song. Yeah. Um, and it's called. Don't wanna close my eyes. Oh, we get singing. This don't is. Don't fa- wanna fall asleep. Anyway. Uh, Thank you. So don't wanna miss a thing. So, yeah. Excellent. So the other one. You want hints, or you want me to? Ah, uh, you can give it away. Okay. The other one, the second song was "Old Town Road." Okay. And then they followed up with "Don't Wanna Miss a Thing." Old so. Town Road is probably harder for hints, and I didn't do very well on the second one. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, we're gonna do a little a bonus here too. Do you actually? Do you know what song they sang in the? Did you watch? I'm. Just, I know you watch the credits. You always watch the credits. So do you remember the song they sing in the credits scene? 
I don't. Okay. But I, I have such an important message for everyone, and I'm ashamed <laughs> that I don't have the answer right now. I think you should always watch the credits. I, I'm of that opinion. Okay. So I'll always annoy friends at the theater, and they're like, what are you doing? I said, this is part of the movie still. Right. I think also it's good Marvel is training us. Like, you right. should stay. There might be a mid credit exactly. scene. There might be an end credit scene. Yeah. So you can just stay digest the movie mm-hmm. talk with your friends talk to yourself whatever you have to do but yeah. finish your the, the credits are part of the movie yeah okay well i guess my next question will kind of uh give the answer to that one okay how many times does aquafina sing hotel california in the movie uh i'm gonna say three well she mentions it once. Yes. And then she sings it. When she's outside of a building. Yes. Yeah. And then she sings it in the end credit, the, the mid credit scene. Okay. So that's the thing. She and Wong so, and Shang go to karaoke and sing. So maybe she just sings it twice. I think so. Three. I originally thought three as well, but then as I was going through it, I was like, I think it's only twice. And okay. she mentions it. But yeah, so Hotel California was the song that she th- I, she sings in the movie. I get half a point for that one. But, uh, yeah, sure. So, all right. So, now this one might be a little harder. So, um, you know, Shang's sister has a club. Do you know the name of that club? Oh gosh, no. <laughs> I was actually rewatching it today, and when the guy said the name, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna put that down." As a that question. that totally slipped by me. Yeah, so. it, it's tough. Um, I'm sorry, that is a hard one. No, uh, the Golden Daggers Club. I, I like so. a tough question. I just did not have the yeah. answer. Oh, I mean that that I, yeah, that was really tough. So, anyway, it's a pretty cool fighting club. That's exclusively what's going on there: yeah. people cage fighting and people betting on it. Yeah. So. And uh, like she said, she she built her own empire. She did. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I got. I mostly just wanted to talk about the karaoke scene and the singing. So, yeah. Jamie likes karaoke, everybody. I like music. So we love music. We love movies. We love books. We want to talk about all these things. So um, hopefully you you love this content. And, if you know, if you want us to make more, like, follow, subscribe. Tell all your friends. Tell all your family. Tell your grandma. Tell everybody. (laughs) um, And we'll keep making more content for you. Um, If you have any input for us and want us to talk about certain movies or anything, or just have general feedback. You can get us at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. That's podcast singular at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. And with that, we will wish you a good day. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>